ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo.
Father, we thank you for an opportunity to fight for you. Thank you for engaging us in kingdom battles so that we don't fight useless battles. Lord, we thank you for a refreshing time after wasting our lives on things that even in our young, youthful age we see them as useless. Thank you, Lord, for conscripting us in kingdom battles to fight with our energy, our money, our time, our emotions, our dignity, the little dignity we have left. We are using it. We are spending it for kingdom battles. Thank you for encouraging us and blessing us and bringing us to a place of glory, a place of blessing. This is not how our lives ought to be. We are supposed to be somewhere being destroyed. But you've called us Thank you. Touch our lives constantly. In Jesus' name, Amen. And you may please be seated as you turn your Bibles to Matthew 16 and 18. And I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter and upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. To prevail means to be strong to another's detriment. To prevail means to overcome. Actually, to prevail means to overpower. But I like the one which says to be strong to another person's detriment. That is, you've taken advantage of someone and you are strong. This is the, the thing I'm talking about here. Like somebody who is like he is very rich, but to the detriment of the people he's overseeing, he's taking all their money to himself. So he is rich to their detriment.
And that meaning I told you is overpower. The gates of hell. Note it. It's not Lebanese army or U.S. army. The gates of hell shall not overpower it. It means there are a lot of things demons and devils are overpowering. But the building of the church is not one of them. When you build the church, devils cannot overpower you. But if we look at it from the other end of the tube, it means that when you decide to build the church, expect gates of hell. Expect the hearts of demons to be unleashed towards you. If you are just supervising the existence of a church or a center of a choir, if you are just there as an ordinary leader, just, just a ceremonial leader or a nominal leader with a title, or oh, I'm a central leader, I'm a regional head, these type of titles that, you know, you call me CL, uh, call me uh, uh, Rascard. They don't have time for you. So you can see that many of you are very relaxed. I mean, you're okay. There's no stress on your life. <laughs> you are fine. I mean, you are not in difficulty. You are cool. <laughs> You, for instance, you are relaxed. <laughs> are you not relaxed? You have battles. Plenty. Political battles. <laughs> uh, uh, which side are you on? NDC or NPP? NPP. So he has time. He's a pastor. You know, there are people I call pastors. I call pastor, but they are not pastors. But he, he is a pastor, a real pastor. Oh, you can sit down. No <laughs> sit down, sit down. Relax. You already relax. Don't, don't, don't pretend as if you are... I, like you are disturbed or something. No, I mean it. And this one is not a joke. He is actually a pastor. That's a title he has. Like I'm a bishop. He's a reverend. He's a pastor. When did I appoint you? Did this year? Last year. Yeah. It's not one of the jokes we are cracking here. We, we crack many jokes, but this is not one of them. He's an appointed pastor. But ask him what he's doing in the church. If ever there is, I mean, there's an attack on this church. People with guns. And they are looking for the people who are building the church to kill. Who will be alive for 1,000 years. 
I mean, you will die straight away. You, you won't survive. That's why you, I don't know what will happen to you. But he will live for 1,000 years. No, I'm not joking. You know, as I'm preaching, sometimes, you know, you just say things to make people happy, you know, to, to lighten the atmosphere. But this is not one of them. Any problem that church builders have, he doesn't have it. Are you a pastor? A lady pastor? No. Who appointed you? Yeah. Are you a pastor? Who appointed you? How many people did you bring to church today? To, to, to build the church. How many people did you carry to the church? 75. How many people did you carry to the church as a pastor? Um, today I didn't carry anyone. That's, that's you, you may think I'm trying to crack a joke you know, to lighten that. It's one of them. I'm telling you. <laughs> Under one of them, he used to sit in front here. He has vanished. That's his chair right there. He's somewhere. I think he has a headache or something. Gates of hell are senior citizens. They don't have time for riffraffs. They go for church builders. They go for people in authority. So that's why I say this service, at least this topic I'm treating, I'm, 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 I'm preaching, it's not for people who have basentes or who have centers or who have churches or who are, it's for people who are building something. If you're not building anything, you are a ceremonial overseer of a basanta. You don't have to be here. That's not for you. You won't learn much. There's nothing in it for you. If you're a ceremonial overseer of a church which exists and there's no, you are not building anything with, with aggression and so on. I, I, honestly, I think it's a waste of time to come here. Honestly. Out of love, I'll tell you it's a waste of time to come here. I mean, there's no point. Because what I'm talking about is for people who are building the church. Not title holders. Not ceremonial appointees. Builders of the church. So as soon as you start to build, you are involved. I had a meet, I've had a series of meetings. I just met my last, the last group, at least before this session. I met. We are, we are stressed. We are trying to do something. Yeah. Stresses. And it's not that our child has got coronavirus. Or it's like somebody has swindled us out of $500,000. Or you've taken a loan from the bank we can't pay. 
Or you have impregnated a girl you thought was dead, but she's alive and she has come with a baby who looks exactly like you. You just met her outside the gate. So as you are sitting here, you are sweating, not because the weather is, is, is a cool weather. It's very cool. You're on a hill. This is a hilly. This is a city on a hill. You cannot hide it. It's a city set on a hill. It cannot be hidden. <laughs> So as we are here, I mean, there are, even there are people who are looking at me, but they are not concentrating because there's a meeting coming afterwards, and they don't know what the meeting is going, how it's going to end up. So, so like, as we are here, we are, do, we are preaching, you, know, you see them smiling and so on, but they, their minds are not here. They are calculating things. <laughs> but you are relaxed. Relaxed. If you go to your Facebook page, you are going to see posters by NDC, NPP, uh, COVID. If it comes to Ghana, churches will be empty. And all the, I mean, it's like a nonsense. He has time for frivolities. Is that not what he's aging, Lord? Frivolous. It's frivolous. And I wish it was somebody like uh, this brother who is an ordinary member. But when a title is on you, You've taken a title and nothing you are doing is in line with the title you are holding. There is a problem. It's a problem. So, so there are some of us here who are contending with the gates of hell. Yeah. We are stressed. We are, we are under pressure. And some of you have no pressure. I mean, he has a center. He's under pressure. You have a center. You are relaxed. How can it be? He is a pastor. He is stressed. You are a pastor. You are relaxed. You are an advocate for NPP. Both of you are pastors. There must be a problem somewhere. But I wish you had chosen a certain place to be at ease. Amos. Woe to them that are at ease in Zion. Zion. Zion, the place where Obadiah says, saviors will end up there. You are at ease in Zion. Hey, then you don't fear God, though. You have a center. You have a center with seven members, ten members. It's not growing. You are not bothered. You are, you are relaxed. In Zion, you chose the wrong place. You can be at ease at a PTC or a ADB or any of the companies. But, but Zion is a place of blood. Zion is a place of warfare. Zion is a place of, 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 
of, of gang battles. Zion is a place of the sound of artillery. Paul! Zion! And you are posting NPP flyers. So you don't understand where you are. It doesn't occur to you you are a leader till Wednesday evening. Reverend Isu told somebody, he said, you are too happy to be a Christian. Yes. Sometimes I even think some of the things are mental disorders. Things have occurred to me. Is this person normal? Because there is gun battle all around. How can you be relaxed? I mean, I, I can't understand how anybody can be in a church like this with empty chairs behind. You are an adenta church, chairs at the back. People are struggling. People are using their money. People are uh, bussing, uh, uh, gathering souls. And, so, and you, you see, it's like there is nothing going on. It reminds me of that story Bishop told. At the, um, during the revolution, you know, Ghana, many of you are young, but we've had coups, something called coup d'etat. Where soldiers, that's how we have President Rollins. Many of you don't know. Years before even your mother was born. Yeah. He, he, he rose up. Yeah, he, he knows those stories. You know. He rose up. No, no, I'll tell you. The title you have come to collect, that you are fooling with it, you better drop it. You better drop it. Because you've, you, you, you've, you've, you've touched something that you shouldn't touch. So they were arresting rich men, beating. I lived in Tafari then. There's a place in Tafari called Market Circle. Hey, the market queens. They remove your clothes. Put you on a truck. There's this thing we used to push called, I don't see them around these days. Truck. Four by four. (laughs) They will lay you on a public flogging. If you are a rich man, you'll be having lunch in your house and you hear your name on the radio. Mr. Osetutu, report at the nearest police station. Arakan Barracks, Gonda Barracks, Mayong Barracks. Hey! Anybody who had money was in trouble. Ghana here? Yeah? You don't know Ghana. It's not this independence they are marching there with helicopters. The real Ghana? You don't understand it. These are all just charades. Real Ghana people have suffered this Ghana here? Yeah? It's not the independence. Eyes right. <laughs> people don't even have their eyes. Their eyes were removed to turn it right. Eyes right. What is happening there is somebody's business. People will be millionaires after that event. Kaduza Magadaba in Madagascar. Not in Ghana. People will be millionaires. Independence celebration in Madagascar. By the time they finish, billionaires have come. People have bought cars from it. Eyes right. <laughs> so, soldiers 
were raiding homes. You be in your house, they will come for you. Oh. One woman, she was made to crawl on, I mean, is it crawl or whatever? I mean, walk on her knees from, let's say, Oyibi here to 37. Knees. By the time she got there, she didn't have knees. What are you talking about? So that's what I'm saying. That when there is war and you seem to be relaxed, you may have a mental condition. You may have a mental condition. So, one of the owners of one of the largest industries in Ghana, he obviously, he didn't even need to get a hint. He knew they would come. And one morning they came. They stormed the place. Two papers. This does rest this. But the man had a son. It's a true story. The son had a mental problem called Down syndrome. I pray you don't have one. I pray you don't have one. And one of the many causes of that is when a woman doesn't also give birth early. Uh, you give birth in your late 40s, 40s, 50s. It's, it's, it, there's also that category. So it's very important. 23, 26. Just say yes to the man. Because you love fools anyway. So just say yes to him and just continue your life. You are into fools. <laughs> Don't pretend you are now uh, be- believing God. There's no God you are believing. You are, you're not a correct woman. So just say yes and have your children. Uh, and let's move on. Anyway, I was saying something. So they kept, listen, very, I'm talking about, you see, if you read the good general, you will learn something very, very important. I mean, I, I, I'll just read some of the chapters, just, 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 just for your edification. Just, just, just chapters, just, just the titles of the chapters, you know. Um, <clears throat> it's, it's just... Hmm. It says, keep your plans as dark as night. Hmm. A good general has a surprise for every surprise. A good general expects an attack of depression. This this is a war. Prepare yourself to meet a cruel enemy. Hmm. When troops flee, or are routed in battle, it is the fault of the general. Wars are won by lightning strikes. Expect an attack on your aides, friends, and relatives. If you are at war, expect an attack. That's why I'm saying that your calmness, your your, your cool disposition may actually be, be ominous. Expect your enemy to attempt to assassinate you. But you don't have any enemy. Because what you have seen, you are just a maintenance shepherd, just keeping some seven people attending services. There is not even one drop of drive in you to build anything. So what I'm even these things don't even concern you. A good general 
continues to fight in the midst of terror and panic. A good general knows that death can happen, but does not throw himself at death. A good general expects attacks at his weak points. Hmm. Identify dangerous enemies and declare war. Are these not militant sentences? I cannot be cool in such an environment. A good general is worth 10,000 men. Expect your enemy to send a woman. <laughs> Fight with all your weapons. As long as the enemy is not completely defeated, he may defeat you. Primarily, operations of war are carried out in danger. So the foremost quality required in a general is courage. These are titles in the, chapter, in the, in the book. War moves in an atmosphere of risk, danger, uncertainty, physical effort, energy, and change. Change. War is no leisure. Another chapter. War is no leisure. Not more, not, not a mere pastime. Not mere hobby. No work of a free enthusiast. War is serious business. The serious object. When war erupts, find out who is financing your enemy. That is your real enemy. Wawuza. You cannot force a good general to turn away from battle. Yeah, I've been forced several times to turn away from the battle of filling this church with 10,000 members. But I'm not turning away. I'm at it. I'm at it. Attendance is depressing. I'm at it. A good general is good at both fighting and dodging evil. Only an equilibrium leads to the suspension of war. So a good general is not surprised at the outbreak of war. (laughs) Never forget about war in times of peace. Fight extremes with extremes. Your great mistake is to deal with the enemy in the spirit of benevolence. Extinguishment and annihilation. To subdue the enemy without fighting is the height of scale. It is more important to outthink your enemy than to outfight him. Know your invisible enemies. It is essential to seek out enemy agents who have come to spy against you. When a falcon strike breaks the body of the prey, it is because of timing. Prepare yourself to meet a cruel enemy. I've seen some. 
I mean, get used to the war atmosphere. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. Get used to the war atmosphere. So, you see that, you see that, like, here, for instance, you see the beauty, the serenity, the calmness, you know, the, 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 the very, I don't know how to, how, very, you know, very calm, very cool, but this is a war zone. It's a war zone. Those who are involved know that. There's, you are the one admiring the architecture. <laughs> they don't have any admi- they, are, they, they, they are tired inside. Yeah. There are people here, when they see the church building, they, 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 their blood pressure goes up. So the point I am making in all this is that Whenever you are building something, building a choir, building dancing stars, building a basenta, building, expect the gates of hell. The gates of hell have no time for people who are not building. People who are not building, it is their family devil that look for them. Gates of hell are senior members of the enemy. Those who are just uh, around overseeing seven members and not, not have, have, they have no drive. A regional head who has no drive to start centers, who has no drive to raise trainees and so on. You are out. You are out. You are not the type of the gates of hell are after. So, today, I'm speaking as I'm, see, all this is to let you understand that some of you don't need to be here. At least for this session, for this season. You don't need, I, I personally feel it's a waste of time. That's my personal, whatever, it's a waste of time. That some people, when I see them here, they are here for, for, for a good reason. Because we are at war. The title of the message is Church Growth Battles. 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 Is Dennis here? Quayman. 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 He's not around. Okay. We are moving on. You know? So... Now, there is something I want to talk about today, still on the topic of phlegmatism. Phlegmatism is the enemy we have identified. Cool leaders. So, I didn't finish my story. So, the soldiers stormed the house the factory or whatever of this national millionaire lie down that's that, 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 that. They ask, where is your father where is the, where is the office pow 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 I mean I don't know is there anybody who has heard the sound of a gunshot before close, close range the sound it's not a sound you can, you, you can, you can hear and be relaxed So if there's a 
there is a sound of gunfire and you are blasé. I mean, it means that there must be, you, you may have a problem. You know what the rich man did, the billionaire did? He wasn't in the house. He had a son who had Down syndrome. And that's what I was advising you guys. He took me off. Yeah. Say yes early and just marry and have children. 28, 29, by 35, 36, you must have three children. 36, three children. I mean, all things being equal, by the grace of God, you having, you know, everything is fine. Because sometimes you can marry early, but the twins are not. As we expect. But on a normal day, just say yes to the man because you are not you, you, you are you, you are not even a sensible girl. If we give you thirty years, you will never choose the correct man because you are not even in the world where the good men are. The meetings where the great guys are, who you can marry and know you have married a Christian, you are not in those meetings. So just say yes to that fool and continue marry. Have your wedding. Take pictures, a lot of pictures and. Let him beat you small and just come home. Come back home. Hello? Are you with me? Big, 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 pow, pow, pow! Where is the man? You know what they had done? They dressed his son who had Down syndrome. Yes. Pastor, please come. Yes. Exactly like this. No, not, not that he has, I'm just saying how he was dressed. You see, with a tie. With a tie and a jacket and a shirt. Just like this. So you, you can see shirt and tie and jacket. That's how he was dressed. But the boy was not a normal. He's a son. He had Down syndrome. Pow, pow, pow! Can I have a chair? Come on, sit down. Hmm. <laughs> Where's your father? Where's the owner? Where's the man? Hey! Bow, bow. Where's Mr. Say? He's in the office. They went to the office. And when they went, they saw the MD. The MD of the company. Sitting there. Not knowing that is their son who has Down syndrome that they had dressed with tie and jacket. Pow, 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 pow. Where, where is the documents? Where is the money? Hey, pow, pow, pow. <laughs> He's smiling. It's like there's no. Is it normal? Is it normal, Z? Is it normal? Yeah. If I were sitting there, 
I will not even the sound of the gunfire outside. I will start. No matter how I've been dressed, I'll start crying. It's not me. My father is the money? Why is it popular? No, hey! It's so funny. It's so funny. That's how you are. Yeah, that's how you are. When we are building centers and you have seven members and you are sitting there, relax. It's, it's cool. <laughs> ah, I'm doing. Ah, oh, Jesus. Mommy, is it normal? That's how some of you are. You are too cool to be a shepherd. You are too relaxed. I woke up this morning with a headache. I preached with it. I'm not eating one granite. It's coming to 7 p.m. I'm here. Because the tension I'm under, if you bring food to me, I'll just throw it away. That's my appetite. At least until my Sunday. I've not eaten anything. I found some chocolate somewhere and I broke some and put it in my mouth. I'm not hungry. But some of you, Sunday after you have had time to clear, what are the things they sell around there? Where's, 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 where's uh, Cynthia? Eh? Kelewele, you have eaten kelewele what? Fried yam and pork. Hey, check here in the church. Kebab, here. This church. We have fried yam and chicken. Culinary stars, and you have eaten some. You have taken kelawale. It's like how you relax. You sitting kelawale. May the real states of the battlefield filter into your soul. Yes. So, 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 in the good general, oh, uh, say, probably clap your hands for, uh, but you should be a film star. I mean, you, the guy can act, but. <laughs> He's not afraid of him. Why? Because he has a Down syndrome. He doesn't, he, you see, you can connect with reality. He's in another world. They are always singing. They are, they, they, they are very shouts, they are shouting, very good at playing instruments, very, you know, in, super, in, I mean, even, even the type of intelligence is not even normal. Down syndrome, you've not seen them. So, so what you call reality, it's not their reality. We are here, we are crying, we are just, just jumping. That is another world. It's not a bad person. It's not a bad person. But it's not normal. And some of you, you're not bad. I mean, this is not a bad person. He only loves God. I mean, you should be home. By this time, I expect that you'll be home compiling articles for, for tomorrow's Facebook pages and so on. What are you doing here? You should be putting things together. 
watch the news and know the current issues to, to, to post things. So I don't know what you are doing here. Because you are not telling me things. You are doing nothing. I don't know what you are doing here. And I'm saying that he's, he's not a bad person. He's just in another world. So the sound, the, 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 the war atmosphere means nothing to him. Because he, he's, he's in another realm. I'm preaching. In, the, in this book, Good General, Bishop talks about, and interestingly, it's one of the last chapters. He says, a good general fights in four dimensions. A center leader fights in four dimensions. A regional head, a half overseer, fights in four dimensions. The first dimension is interesting. He talks about the personal dimension. The next dimension is the family dimension. The areas where a good general fights. The next dimension is the leadership dimension. Where you must control your leaders, control the people with you. I mean, a good general, when you see me, he is fighting. First of all, he has fought himself personally. He's fought himself. That's called the personal battles. He fights his devils. He fights his habits. Because a good general cannot afford to do certain things. You can't afford to, 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 to engage in some things. So you fight personal battles. The second one is family. You control yourself first. The next one is you control your family. Control your wife. Control your children. Yes. When you see a good general standing there ministering or, or leading the war, he has he, he's had to control his family. Ministry is not for irresponsible men. And the third is leadership. You control the leaders. Get them to work. And the fourth dimension a leader, a good general fights is the public dimension. You fight the public also. Yeah. Depending on the level you are, you, you, you are ministering. <laughs> you know, personal, you finish with personal, you finish with, and you, you, your battle is a battle with social media. A battle with, with the public. What people are saying about you. Yes. That's a general. It's not for uh, uh, recruits. Now, we who have just begun, it's very important that we fight at the first level. The personal battle. I mean, most of you have not even married. Let alone even have leaders under you. You are, you are not even a leader yourself. Which leader are you going to have under you or whatever? Your main battle, in fact, in fact, some of you may be at this level in ministry because you have not conquered yourself. Those who fight family battles are those who have conquered themselves.
a real minister. You have seen, oh, that man is a minister. He's ministering there. He's successful. He's conquered himself. And some of us have not conquered ourselves. You've not conquered your addiction to pornography. You've not conquered your addiction to masturbation. Some of us sitting here are homosexuals. It's an appetite you are developing. Some of you are not full-blown. It's coming small, small. Lord, have mercy, sir. Lord, have mercy. May the Lord have mercy. Hey, in my church, to teach white church, I church, hey, yeah, I must know you. I must know your wife. I must know your husband. It's not for perverts. You can't find a young boy, any young boy, teaching young, my, my children. Kai. I must know you. Yes. Before I give you my children, hey, you don't know the problem you're about to bring me. In the name of church, church, you are playing with your innocence. May God have mercy on me. May God give me, give me wisdom. You can pastor the gathering service. You church. <laughs> you church. I have to try you. I have to know that you are straight. Some of you are not correct at all. You see, they say that the woman who has removed her clothes and is talking gibberish in town, what she's doing will always be funny till you know that she's your mother and you stop laughing. So you should feel free and laugh. You've got your children. They are fine. Mine are not fine. Why church? Jesus. Are we happy in the church? Is that a good place? Are you happy? Relax. You already relax. Relax. So, so it's very important that you fight your personal battles. Some of you, unless you are in charge, unless you are the one preaching, unless, I mean, you don't even know how to be around when somebody is doing something. You have to be in charge before you will see you around. It's evil. You've not learned something. You must be at the center of the stage before we see you around. You'll be transmitting an evil spirit to your members. There are many things I can't do, I can't sing. I can't dance. I, I can't do many things. But not to take decisions. That's what I can do. It's, it's a gift. I can take decisions on my feet. On my feet. Learn it. And admire it. Never allow anybody. That's why, you see, another battle, the, the, next, the next battle after family is leadership. 
see, to, to be a good general, you should be able to keep your, 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 the leaders under you under control. When somebody is operating at a very high level around you and you don't see the person often, it's a sign that there's danger somewhere. You are dealing with something which is, which is presenting itself as something, but not what it is. And you must be astute to pick it. You must be sensitive. You insult me. You criticize me. That I take decisions arbitrarily. Criticize me. Be sure that you will never be able to control the leaders under you because when somebody is doing it in front of you, you cannot, you, you don't admire it. You see the person as wicked because you are kind. Are you not a kind man? You must be very kind. Yes. Karuma, Karaba, Kandasa, Tabakata, Karande, Kabos, Kadala, Baga. Rabada, the four dimensions, personal dimension. As I'm standing here, my wife is in subjection. My children have been subdued. Others, I can't stand here. I don't qualify to open the Bible to speak. The, uh, 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 Paul's called the person an infidel. I'll, I'll, I'll teach it. One day. But that's not the subject. I see, I brought it up because one of the church good battles is a battle you must fight against yourself. Yourself. Your weaknesses, your addictions, your handicaps, your shortfalls, yourself. Otherwise, you will never rise. And I can see faces of pastors who, who have never risen. They, they are just, I mean, some have even fallen back. Because all of us, we have things in us. I'm not a good person standing in front of you. I'm not a good person. Maybe you are not too close to see. I'm not a good person at all. Come close. you see who I really am. I've got weaknesses. I pray for mercy every day. But I am aware and I'm fighting. I'm aware. I'm aware that people like me can take decisions. They cannot lead. They are not strong. They are weak. My type. Not his type. My type. My type. The people who follow people like me never do well. My type, when we marry, our wives will always be in conflict with us. That's my type. We, we, we don't move. We don't move. That's me. So I'm so aware of it that, and I told the husband recently, I said, I used to blame your wife for about 80% of the problems I've come to know between you and your wife. But today, I'm telling you that I have downgraded it from 80% to 
Yes, you are not as I thought. You are a phlegmatic husband. I told him. He was looking at me. Because you see, there's a type of leadership that makes, that turns good people into rebels. There's a type of leadership that will turn a good woman, a good woman who loves you, you change her into somebody who must, who, who must override your decisions. Because of the type of man you are. A weak person in the name of melancholy, in the name of phlegmatism, you don't move. So the woman has to move. And sometimes it's in moving, she will offend you. And when you are offended, you shut off. You shut down. Three months. That's my time. And but, but God, grace has found me to know who I am. So you are looking at a pastor who is struggling. But I'm fighting. I'm fighting every day. I'm fighting. You won't believe it. What you are seeing around. A pastor in my class cannot achieve it. Cannot achieve it. That's why I'm happy I'm the one preaching to you. I'm very happy. If I Michael cannot preach it to you. He's not a phlegmatic. He's a choleric. This man don't know what who he is. He's everything. But the diehard phlegmatics like me, I'm the one to preach to you to show you that no matter who you are, the grace of God can make you into the very opposite of what you originally are. So much that people cannot even believe it. What do you tell them? Don't believe it. Just left yourself. The first dimension is yourself. <laughs> Everybody is great. Acts 10.34 Everybody is great. I said nobody is great. <laughs> Acts 10.34 Peter opened his mouth and said of a truth I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. Nobody is special. Nobody is special. Believe me, nobody is special. But, verse 35, but in every nation, he that feareth God, Wicked righteousness. Get selection. That's why I'm preaching tonight to you. And I'm ending. Fight yourself. Because over 95% of us here are cool, non-progressive phlegmatics. If you are a man, I pity the woman who has married you. I pity the woman who has married you. Or if you are not married, I pity the woman who will. Because a lot of women like fools. It's, a, it's, it's an appetite. I don't know why they, where they got it from. It's a very, very uncanny appetite. 
They, they just like fools. Men who can't do anything. That's what money she, she, she likes. And when they finish marrying, after some time, then they wake up and they remember their father's advice. I mean, their mother's advice. Remember, one sister was telling me that her, her pastor told her, I will not attend your wedding. Ah, where was it? I have to remember this lady. Her pastor told. Oh. I remember this. Just a few days ago. Her pastor told her, I will not attend your wedding. She had a wedding. Big time. She has come back home. Oh. So he said she met the pastor recently. The pastor said, oh, I still love you. I still love you. I really love you. You are my daughter indeed. I still love you. If you are a lady, you are not married there. I will not advise you to marry a phlegmatic. I will not advise you to marry a choleric. I will not advise you to marry a sanguine. I will not advise you to marry a melancholic. There's a fifth temperament. It's called the spiritual. The spiritual. I've met super cholerics, but they are spiritual. One of the cholerics I know now, I actually call him phlegmatic. He's, he's, he's become a phleg now. Spirituality, super spirituality. No, no, no. I said there is a fifth temperament, it's called spiritual. Those who have it, it overrides all the temperaments. It's the dominant temperament. If you are sanguine and you are not spiritual, that is when you are sleeping around, fooling, you are disorganized. But if you are spiritual, if you pick that temperament, spirituality is a temperament. It's a temperament. It's a solid temperament. Those who have it, they are in control. So you can't tell. Is he a sanguine? Is he melancholic? What is he? He's a human being. So I want to end by telling you the phlegmatics that we are on now. One of the ways to fight the battle of phlegmatism Which is what? Laziness. Phlegmatism is laziness. Inertia. I mean, not moving. Remaining in the state it is in. Whether it is in constant motion, if it's moving, if a phlegmatic is moving, he's moving. He moves, uh, like me. If I go, to, wherever I go, I, if I know a road to the place, that's the road. No matter what is happening, that's the only road. There's nothing that's going to turn left and see what is there. No, not me. <laughs> so phlegmatics have got inertia. And inertia is a state of rest or motion in a linear line. 
So like me, if I'm moving, just moving like that. Phlegmatics. Once you put him on that line, if, you, if, if, if a phlegmatic finds food he likes, he will never eat anything else. Yes. The, a shirt he likes. You may think he doesn't have money to buy shirts. But he, 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 he can't change. Kazuna Makasu Takataya. Yes, sir. Because ministry is not done by phlegmatics. Ministry is not done by cholerics. Cholerics destroy the ministry. Cholerics? Root, wicked, no feelings. It's like, like, they're like some plastic toys. No feeling. Move. There's no feeling. That's feeling. A bad feelings. Isis. Ministry is not, by, it's not done by choleris. Ministry is done by spiritual men. That is right. Ministry is not done by sanguines. It's done by spiritual men. That's why if you do not campaign for spirituality, you are out. How you are can never work in the ministry. So I want to end because my time is up long ago. I want to tell you one of the ways to fight phlegmatism is to work hard. Just do it. Just do it. Work hard. So in church growth, we are taught how to work hard for a mega church. First Timothy 5.17 New American Standard Bible. How to work hard. Just, tell anybody, just work hard. You are too late. Say, say it that you are too late. Don't be, don't, be, don't be offended. Say you are too lazy. You are too lazy. If you are not lazy, you will be passing 100... I, 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 I was talking to a brother in a church. And I, I asked him, so on a normal Sunday, how many people do you bus to church? So normally we are about 450. I said, wow. At your age? At your age? 27 years? 450. You can't get even 45. Tell him you are too lazy. People he puts on buses to church. 27 years. 450. Wake up. Something is worrying you. Wake up. Look at my face. The problem confronting us in this church, in that church, the problem we are dealing with is not smoking all. We don't have thieves here. The only three we had have been, have been caught already. 
I have checked already. There is nobody fornicating here. Thank you. Abba. It's just pornography we are dealing with, which we will also eradicate soon. <laughs> the problem plaguing us, actually, is laziness. Ah, actually, believe me. Why would I say something which is not true? I mean, it's almost like our church, where we are, and where we have regions and centers, only animals are found there. And where other churches have got their regions and centers, human beings are there. <laughs> How can you have a center in an area where first love center is at Oyibi Benapat? They are bassing eighty six. You are bassing eight point six. Eight point six is that the person took the bus at Blue Cross Junction. <laughs> Why? It's as if where we have centers, we don't have human beings there. <laughs> and where others have centers, it's human beings who are there. Abba. So. I have about five points and more. I would like to take them properly and powerfully to minister them well from my heart, to teach you properly and minister it very well. And I will not. I don't think I can do that at this time. We are already late in the evening. So next week, I will take it. One, how to work hard. How many of you want to overcome phlegmatism? Yes. I'm going to teach you how to work hard. How to work very hard. By overcoming phlegmatism, you work very hard. How to do that? And I believe it's going to change you. Let's rise to our feet, please. It's been a great evening. Clap your hands. Let's welcome Bishop Solo to close us and take the offering. Keep clapping your hands. Hallelujah. Please lift your hands and let's begin to pray. Pray. Ask God to touch your heart. We've all heard the message that has come tonight. And you want to pray that, Father, the grace upon our Father here is for His children. Whatever in us you must change to help us tap into that grace, to help us receive what he has to give us. Father, do it. Lift your hands for just one few minutes. Just talk to God. You know yourself. Ask him. The Bible says that this is the confidence we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he will do it for us. And this prayer you are praying, 
is the will of God for your life. That you receive from the Father he has given you. Lift your hands. Come on. From the bottom of your heart, cry to God tonight. That, Father, whatever must change in me, change it. Whatever you must add to me to make me a receiver, a, a son, a daughter, who can receive from the Father you've given me, Lord, give it to me. Pray right now. Lift your voice and pray. Cabra sonderia cabranda lava. Sandia cabranda lava lava catara masabrando. Brinia mandoro cosendri. Griba lava. Sandri de cabra. Pray. Manaba as we prepare to go. Cabala masabrandi. Remo sandri baca sabrandia. Branda panda lava. O Lord. In the name of Jesus. Father, touch our hearts, O God. Transform us, O God. Change us, O God. Take us to the next level in the name of Jesus. Father, may we fulfill our destiny and our ministries oh god in the name of jesus may we have what it takes let there be first change of vessels yes to receive the anointing to receive the grace to tap into the grace that is on our father pray something has changed yes something has changed and tonight i believe that the words that have come tonight as meant to change us to be receivers Yes, to, to be true sons and daughters of the Father God has given us. Pray. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We give you all the praise for this powerful message that has come. Your word says in Ezekiel that when he spake, the spirit entered into me and set me up on my feet that I heard the words tonight we pray that as our father has spoken to us that may a certain spirit and anointing enter us may it set us on our feet oh god that from today our ministries will change may every barren ministry begin to be fruitful in the name of jesus may we smell like our father may we be like our daddy oh god May the grace that is upon his life, O oh God, come upon us in the name of Jesus. Amen. And Father, I pray that even may we have an admiration yes. for the gift on his life. That Father, we will fulfill our destinies. We will fulfill our calls. We thank you. Forgive us for the times we rejected. We have not admired. Have mercy on us. Have mercy on us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please take your seats.